Welcome to the Psych Central Show, where each episode presents an in-depth look at issues from the fields of psychology and mental health. With your host, Gabe Howard, and featuring Vincent M. Wales. Welcome to this week's edition of the Psych Central Show. My name is Gabe Howard, and this is part three of a three-part edition. And we have Sammy back, as usual. This is her third week. But we also have another special guest, and I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Wales to introduce us and kick us off and get us started. Thanks, Gabe. Uh, Our second guest today is Nadia Ghaffari. Nadia is the founder of TeensTalk.org. Nadia, can uh, can you tell us what the heck that is? And what it isn't. Thanks for having me on. So teenstalk.org is basically a platform I created for teens to come together in a very positive environment and allow teens to kind of provide that positive peer support. And it's incredibly powerful. As you may know, um, teen-to-teen support is very helpful, and especially in a mental health aspect, um, we're more likely to listen and confide in people our own age, um, especially mm-hmm. as adolescents. So Teens Talk is a place that hosts uh, basically videos from teens locally and across the U.S. and around the world who talk about their experiences either with mental health or other difficulties and challenges, and they provide different advice for their peers, and they talk about their coping strategies, and it's just a very big platform for teens to share out and support each other. Fantastic. What was it that gave you the inspiration to create this? About a year ago, one of my good friends, she she was having suicidal thoughts, and she actually confided in me. She texted me, and I think she was I was the only person that she really told about this and you know it started with a few texts back and forth and it led to me calling 911 and they went and checked on her at her house and before she texted me that and before that night I had no idea that she was feeling this way and how severe it was getting you know I was so glad that she texted me and I think she's connected with a therapist now and Um, She's definitely feeling a lot better, but that kind of just opened my eyes to the power of, you know, peer support, and if she hadn't reached out to me, you know, she might not have ever received the help that she really needed. That was one thing, and just a personal experience, and another thing is just um, at my school, uh, and I know at a lot of schools in this area, it's really difficult to get mental health support. It's hard because people that are hurting think they're the only ones, and it's it's really not true. Um, there's so many people out there struggling with the same issues, so um, I want to really spread the message that you are not alone. And a lot of the barriers include, you know, just the stigma of mental health and then also the generation gap with the misunderstanding of teens and adults. And, yeah, so basically Teens Talk harnesses the teen aspect, and we just all support each other as peers. What Great. I love most, I'm... I've uh, I meant to let Vin say thank you first. So <laughs> that's a, I think she heard me. I think she heard me. 
Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. Um, one of the things I did is I, I pulled up teenstalk.org right here, and, and it's incredible because on one hand, I want to say, oh, look, it looks like a real mental health site because, see, I'm, I'm 40, and that's, that's the kind of thing that I would say. But in reality, it, it doesn't look like it is. Uh, it's just geared towards that age group. You, you know, I'm, I'm older. We've established that. Vin is older than me. We've established that. And uh, the sites that Vin and I frequent have a lot of personal stories, including Vin and I, uh, talking about how we are managing mental illness day in and day out, including psychcentral.com, which is where this podcast is. But you're right. I just noticed looking at your site, the sites that Vin and I frequent have no teens anywhere. It's almost as if to say teenagers never have mental health problems and nothing, of course, could be further from the truth. So right. I, I love that this site is exceptionally professional. It looks just like uh, I'm making air quotes a real site because it is a real site. It's just geared towards the demographic of teenagers who you're right, want peer support from other teenagers. No 16 year old wants to talk to a 40 year old about mental illness. Uh, and right. quite frankly, as a 40 year old, I don't wanna to talk to a 16 year old uh, about <laughs> what I'm going through. So you really found a niche and, and filled it perfectly. I, I think it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I kind of want to add to that, Nadia. I also want to say I think your program that you created is a, really hits home because, you know, like you were saying, I think teens tend to definitely listen better to other teens as opposed to like a parent or like a school counselor or, you know, a psychologist or someone, you know what I mean? So right. I think having that teen on teen connection is what's really important. And in schools today, you know, um, because that stigma is there and because that stigma is so real, you know, um, for example, like if I had to leave school early because of a dentist appointment at three o'clock, I would have no issue saying, you know, to everyone, oh, like where I have to go to a dentist appointment, so I have to leave early. But, you know, if I had a therapy appointment or something, I would definitely not be able to share that with, you know, my teacher or those around me. So I think, you know, that stigma is definitely really still very prevalent. And um, I think, you know, if we can get to a point where it's just as acceptable to leave school for a therapy appointment, just as it is to leave school for a dentist appointment, I think that would be, you know, an amazing feat. I think your program is really, really important and really eye-opening. Thank you. Sammy, Thank you. If, uh, if Teens Talk had existed when you were going through your, your bad times, do you think it would be something you would have utilized? Oh my gosh, definitely, yeah. I think especially, you know, being a teen and with a mental illness, Nadia also kind of touched on this, but you do feel really alone and you do feel like you're the only person going through what you're going through and, you know, you, you're kind of just stuck in this dark space and because nobody really talks about mental illness and nobody, you know, has really a conversation about it, um, it's really difficult to go through things alone. Um, so I think if this was around or if I knew about this when I was going through, you know, the, the peak of my struggles, I definitely would have used, utilized it. And I think it would have been really, really beneficial to, you know, talk to other teens and to kind of support one another. Because I also think, you know, as humans, you know, we love helping other people and we love, you know, it's very like it's very um, contagious, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like if you bring someone else up, that also makes you feel good about yourself. So I think you know, this environment is just very, very supportive. And I think that's that would have also been very helpful for me as well. That's really Excellent. cool. 
Nadia, I have a, a, a quick question for you. So again, I'm, I'm going to put on a parent hat for a moment. Um, I don't mm -hmm. have kids, but I have a parent hat. Don't let's, okay. let's, let's not dive too deeply. And, and you know, parents listening to this and, the, and they're going to think to themselves, you know, I don't know that I like this idea. You know, my, my, my teenager needs help and he's going to go talk to his friends. Uh, and that seems like a bad idea to me. And one of the things that I like about your site that I'm looking over and that I want to make sure that we talk about is you have a section on here called Hear From Experts. Uh, you have resources to the medical community. Can you touch on why you feel that that's also important? Definitely. That is so important. I love that you brought that up so early. So so as I that kind of actually was not an initial component of Teens Talk. But as I continued to work on this and you know, initially I was like, okay, teen to teen influence, like 100% teen to teen influence. But then I realized that teen on teen connection is incredibly important. And it may be, you know, the first thing that a teen gets is just going to another teen and talking. But in the end, the professional resources are definitely not going to come from the teen. So it's kind of like, like a three prong approach. So like, first, you would, you know, go to your friends, and you would talk you would talk you would have a conversation and hopefully that friend would support you as a peer and as a teen but the next step is how how are you going to get the help that you really need because obviously a peer or a, a teenager is not going to be able to provide any sort of professional help so the next thing is kind of being educated on the resources that are out there and you know having some sort of readily accessible professional resources. So that's where the Hear From the Experts come, comes in, which is actually newly launched. And we ask teens, you know, if they have any questions, there's somewhere you can, there's a link where you can basically submit questions for experts. And then we, we go out and find an expert who would have an answer. And that's so important because they, sh they need to be combined in order to really get teens the help they need because a psychiatrist is going to have much more professional advice than, you know, a 16 year old that you initially confide in. And so that's kind of where it goes. That's fantastic. One of the things that we have in the, in the mental health system is something called peer support. Have you heard of like certified peer supporters, certified peer specialists? Right. Yes. Yeah, and what what's great is you've you've essentially created that uh, for teenagers to help other teenagers. So it's it really is just that it's just specifically geared toward teenagers. And the great thing about peer support is peer support isn't designed to replace you know doctors, case managers, therapists. It's in addition to. It's just another tool to fit in the overall toolbox. Exactly, and yeah. I think with teenagers, peer support is really it's like the first thing that kind of happens, at least with my experience and what I've noticed at school is if someone is struggling, if a teen is hurting, the first thing they'll do is bring it up with a friend or someone their own age before they go out and seek any sort of professional help or let any adults know. So it's kind of like the initial barrier. What's fascinating for me is that's how all people are. Whenever we feel bad, lonely, sick, hurt, we always ask our friends. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, 12, 16, 620, 40. We're always going to rely on our friends first and hope that we get good information. And you've created a situation where people can lean on their peers, which in this case happen to be teenagers, and get good information and good support. So uh, you know, again, I, I applaud you. So my next question is going to be, what's this, what are some success stories? I mean, let, let's talk about the success of your program. 
Right. Awesome. So, so as you said that, one thing just popped into my head. Uh, about a week ago, I so we have just a general um, email on the Teens Talk website, and that goes to me and then a few other of the people on the team. So we got an email from from a student from the Bay Area, and it was uh, it was a girl, and she was saying, you know, that she had been going through a very stressful week. And she was having, you know, some feelings of anxiety and there were some, you know, stresses at home as well. And she basically wrote about this struggle of a week and then she went on to write how she came across the Teens Talk site and she found, um, we have a page called How Do You Relieve Stress? And it's just a big collection of videos from uh, teens from all over the world. Um, and then we also have a U.S. section. Uh, and they just talk about, you know, like bullet point things they do when they are stressed or how to calm themselves down and how to relax. And in the email, this girl wrote basically that she went through all the videos. And um, I can't remember exactly her wording, but she said that her mind felt clear and she was incredibly just relaxed and she felt kind of, um, part of this community and her stresses really didn't seem so big anymore just because she knew all these other teens and from all over the place and from all different backgrounds were experiencing the same things and she was able to take some of the tips from the videos and implement them into her own schedule and she wrote that it really helped her <laughs> wonderful that's really cool thank you yeah so it, one of the more impressive things about about your site, Nadia, is that it does have such a very, very wide scope of of people participating in it all around the world, right? Right. Let's let's bring it home a little bit, though, because you you live here in California, and um, this whole series of shows that we've been doing the past couple of weeks have been about the Palo Alto suicides. How right. did that affect you, uh, as far as where this all came from right this is I, I actually didn't mention this earlier but this is another reason this really stood out to me um for this is another reason for creating teens talk and in my sophomore year um i was taking psychology class and we were given uh, um an article from the atlantic about the suicide clusters in palo alto the, mm -hmm. the more recent ones and i remember like before reading this article in class, I hadn't even heard of the suicide clusters. And that's just insane because I live five minutes away from Palo Alto. And I don't know, it was just so brushed under. People didn't want to talk about it. And I just had no idea. And I was not the only one. Most of the class didn't know about it. So immediately I saw that as an issue that we didn't even know about this major issue in our own community and I remember in the article it was getting perspectives on students parents teachers and school administrators on you know the suicide clusters and I, I in my opinion the most powerful sections of the article were from the students who had lost their friends and this article, I, I actually have it on my desk, and I keep it on my desk. Just, It's a reminder of how needed this work is. And, 
you know, how necessary it is to really reach everyone. And even five minutes away from, you know, my house, this is happening. You know, it's an ongoing issue. And I think all the efforts that, you know, everyone is putting in there, it's all worth it. It's all for an amazing cause. Yes, it is. Thank you. Sammy, do you have any uh, any questions for Nadia? I think I think one of the questions that I, I do have is um, I think you know that's such it's such a neat idea. I, I was just wondering so so teens do they just they post videos about their stories and then how do they I, I guess my question is how do they communicate with one another? Like is there a chat system? Is it kind of like texting or? Yeah, that's a great question. So basically, so the submitting part actually took a lot of thought because I didn't want the website to be something that you could automatically post to just because then it would kind of act as like a social media platform and right, like YouTube or that something. can always go wrong, you know, you know, there could be cyberbullying and I just, I wanted to make sure everything was screened before going up. So for the submitting videos, you basically uh, fill out a form on share your story page on the site and then it goes to the email with um, to me and then a few other team members and then we're able to like see the video and we screen it and then we put it up and then in terms of connecting we have like group chats on Facebook and they're pr they're pretty active like at least once a week um, we'll be talking on there and anyone can join through um, the Teens Talk Facebook page they can message the Teen Talk Facebook page and then we can add you to a group and the really cool thing is you know sometimes you'll be in a group with people in your own area or from all over the place because the team the Teens Talk team is really international so we have just a broad range of chat groups there and yeah and those are also um, you know kind of screened and monitored just because it's through the Teen Talk Facebook page so I'm basically in all of them <laughs> um, so, yeah so and we're we're really working on also just to increase that contact um, between teens we're trying to put on some a series of events just more locally um, we actually just had our first fundraiser yesterday and we're trying to just harness that in-person connection because you know videos are great and you can get a lot across through that and plus chats, but really the in-person connection, when you're with someone and you're talking about mental health and you're sharing stories, I feel like it's much more powerful. So we're working on, you know, launching that and hopefully sure. we'll be able to webcast that to teens everywhere. Great. That's really, really important, you know, that, that like physical connection um, right. with people because, you know, there's only so many things that words can do and, you know, videos can do, but that that's really, really, really neat. And I think, I, I know I kind of talk about this a lot, but I think still like the whole, this site or this um, project is so meaningful because it really does um, start a conversation. And the, you know, the more we keep this conversation going, the less destigmatized mental illness can become. So I think, you know, anyone in any situation who is going through a mental illness and just through sharing their story, I know from my experience that you know, has helped me a lot, um, you know, kind of come to terms with living with a mental illness. And I think it has also helped me by helping other people. So I think just it's all really, really great, you know, having this conversation and keeping it going so we can ultimately destigmatize 
um, mental illness. I wish we could keep this conversation going, but unfortunately we are out of time. And Sammy, that was a great conclusion, and, and I agree with every single thing you said. Nadia and Sammy, thank you so much for being on the show. Gabe, thank say you goodbye. Thank so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. That concludes our first three-part series. I hope you enjoyed it so very much. My name is Gabe Howard, and with the Psych Central Show, we will see you all later. Thanks. PsychCentral.com is the Internet's oldest and largest independent mental health website. Psych Central is overseen by Dr. John Grohall, a mental health expert and one of the pioneering leaders in online mental health. Our host, Gabe Howard, is a professional speaker, award-winning writer, and mental health advocate. You can find more information on Gabe and his work at GabeHoward.com. Vincent M. Wales is an award-winning speculative fiction novelist and suicide prevention crisis counselor. You can find more information on Vincent at VincentMWales.com. If you have feedback about the show, please email talkback at psychcentral.com. There are few words more misunderstood and misused than OCD. Imagine having unwanted thoughts stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away, and then having to pretend that everything is okay despite having to feel crippled inside. That's OCD. One in 40 people suffer from it globally, but there's hope. If you have OCD and need help, you can get better with specialized treatment. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient treatment for OCD and is covered by many major insurance plans. Go to NoCD.com to learn more. That's NoCD.com.